You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. This is the Brick Geek Podcast, episode 25, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. If you would like to listen to previous episodes, then you can subscribe to us on iTunes and Spotify. Reviewing us on those platforms also help us to improve the show. This week we shall be discussing Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, the latest and only single player outing since EA's acquisition of exclusive rights to Star Wars IP in 2013. Well, with yeah. the exception of Star Wars uh, Vader Immortal, which was released in three parts over the course of 2019, which is a VR experience that is exclusive to the Oculus Quest, initially with a future release for the Rift. What was you going to say? I was going to say with the exception of uh, the single-player campaigns that are in, say, Battlefront 2. Yeah, but they're not full single-player games. No, 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 no. Battlefront no. 2 is just a added thing to the it, game. It's an added thing just to appease the people that are getting grumpy at the EA. Yeah. Yeah, because since 2013, it's been a difficult time for EA. Um, well, they've mostly made that bed for themselves, to, I'm afraid. Yeah. Yeah. Because they released 20, uh, Battlefront in 2015, the first one. And one of the biggest criticisms, criticisms people had was the lack of single player. Because both of the original ones, I think the old ones, had single player they campaigns. Did, yes. The classics are actually uh, available on Origin. Uh, and on Steam, I think. Yeah, I'm not sure about that, but I've seen them on Origin recently as we were playing Fallen well, Order. I think there was a, I think there was a big thing about them. Like putting up the servers again so people could play the old games. Yeah, that makes sense. And then Battlefront 2 came out. It did have a single player game, a uh, single player campaign which people was happy about. But then they kind of spoiled it by putting pay to win mechanics into the multiplayer. <laughs> yeah, how to piss off your entire audience. Yeah. But now I believe they've removed all of those mechanics. I don't even think you can buy loot boxes now well, in Battlefront 2? I've seen you, you get definitely get loot boxes I don't know if you buy them or whether you just earn them but um, yeah I think they're all aesthetics now and I was because I've just literally downloaded Battlefront 2 after um, playing Fallen Order wanting a bit more of a fix of uh, Star Wars and you know, I kept well clear of those but I heard that the single player campaign was okay, short but okay so I thought Give it a go, load it up, a couple of loot crates, open them up, and okay, very disappointed by the aesthetics. <laughs> okay, that, 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 well, I, think, I think the reason why it's 
I think the reason why it's, um, I don't know, a short campaign is because it's going for that model of uh, being like the battle uh, battlefield games and the Call of Duty games, okay. where everyone mainly buys it for the multiplayer, but then you've got like a four to six hour campaign along with it. Yeah, because I, I did play um, Advanced Warfare, Call of Duty Advanced Warfare, and actually I really enjoyed that. Um, and I think that was only about eight hours, but it, it was a it was a good solid campaign for me. I was just before the kids were born, I think. When I, when I yeah. had time. So in 2017, EA closed Visceral Games that had notably worked on the Dead Space series. And they were working on a single-player Star Wars game named Project Ragtag under the direction of Amy Hennig of Uncharted fame. Okay. Then in January 2019, EA's Vancouver's Project Orca was also cancelled. So when Respawn announced their Star Wars project, I must admit I was wondering if we'd ever see the live day. Because we they kept, like, just as when Disney took over um, Star Wars, we had, what was it? Uh, was it just called Star Wars 1313? Yeah, Project 1313. I don't know if you know. I, like, I was Wars excited for that. It was going to be... It's gonna be a Boba Fett game, and you're gonna play in like the down and dirty side of Coruscant. I think there's the uh, trailer yeah, that, that sounded... you can find online, which still looks pretty good these days. Yeah. I'm not gonna obviously. It's not something that um, we can easily share with the community, but just Google Star Wars thirteen thirteen trailer, and you you find something. Just about to send um, Mike. That, so we can yeah, look at it after the show. I think I've seen it. So anyway, yeah, the, they were working on that, which I was excited for. And then Disney took over and that got cancelled. And then, yeah, you know, I was waiting for ages for them to make a single-player game and they just kept chucking out these Battlefront games. And, yeah, so the Visceral one went. And Visceral I really liked because I loved the Dead Space games. So they closed them. And they cancelled that single-player game, which sounded really awesome, and from the screenshots I saw, looked really awesome. Yeah, so I was really sad, and then Vancouver one got announced that that was cancelled earlier on in the year, and that was also sad. And then they announced the uh, the Respawn Star Wars product, and they didn't even show any footage of that, so it's like, what's that going to be? So... I was not excited at all. How about yourself? Um, tentatively. Obviously, I've been burnt by excitement in the Star Wars franchise quite considerably across most of its media genre. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, I think thirteen thirteen was the, the big one that really hit me. I was so excited about that, only to hear that it you know, got canned in a pretty bad way. I've read some material on what that felt like internally within the team and believe me it made me more sad so you know hearing about a new star wars game i was tentatively excited about especially as it was a single player game i wasn't that keen on the new battlefront games i i would have played them indeed i wanted to play them but the the whole debacle over the loot boxes put me off completely 
So seeing this come out of um, the water at EA, not a big fan of EA, um, made me kind of tentatively excited, but I wouldn't say overwhelmingly so because EA have a track record for binning good projects. Yeah. Apparently they did have um, the potential to pick up 1313 and they decided not to. They didn't want 1313. They wanted the people, not the project. Love you, eh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's the problem when Disney obviously don't give a shit about the Star Wars IP. Otherwise they would have just signed a fucking exclusive contract to one fucking developer. Thinking they're like FIFA or or Madden, whoever that is. <laughs> um, NF, NFL. Yeah. Uh, like FIFA, just give it to one people, just give it to EA because EA chucks all the money at them. But if you actually cared about it, then you'd allow multiple people to, multiple studios to have access to it. Because in the long run, it's better for you. Like we've established with Star Wars. Because um, until then, they were just basically treading water with the Battlefront games. Like doing as little as they can. But after people fought back, finally they've uh, released the game people wanted, I guess. Yeah, so. I think so. so the game was directed, this game, um, Fallen Order was directed by Stig Asmussen. I'm sorry, I'm going to butcher everybody's names, I think. Um, who worked on the God of War series at Santa Monica, Santa Monica Studios okay. before joining Respawn Entertainment. Sorry? Was that okay? Okay. <laughs> and the music was composed by Stephen Barton, who had previously worked on Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare. Uh, Titan 4 1 and 2 as well as Apex Legends and also Gordy Harb who has credits on Star Wars The Old Republic Star Wars Battlefront 1 and 2 the game was written by Manny Hagopia Hagopian sorry <laughs> who had written for Time for 2 uh, Megan Forsty Matt Mitch Michnovitz, yeah. who had well, writing credits on Rebels painful. and yeah. uh, writing credits on Rebels and Clone Wars series, uh, which I've, I haven't seen Rebels, but I really like Clone Wars. Yeah, as well I as haven't 24. seen. I've, I've seen some of those. I haven't seen all of them, but uh, yeah, they, they do look good. The animated Star Wars stuff. Yeah, with Aaron. Conteras as the narrative lead with this being his first writing credit which I thought was interesting that someone who doesn't have a um, massive background on writing was the narrative lead but I think they did a good job um, through the game so do you want to talk about your history of the Star Wars franchise and your expectations going into the game? <laughs> My history is pretty much as old as I am. Uh, what can I say? Watched the the original trilogy as a young child. Wanted more. When I got more, disappointed by more. <laughs> but uh, the, the, in terms of the video games, the 
the NES game was a really good platformer. I don't know if you remember that, Mike. Um, um, probably vaguely. Yeah. Yeah, it had some really good aspects. It had some really bad aspects as well. I never got to play the, the SNES variant, which was supposedly better still. And then I guess next up would be when we got to playing the PC games, like Jedi Knight and um, X-Wing vs. TIE Fighter. Yeah. Okay. So th- th- those were great games. And um, LucasArts was renowned for actually being a good um, game developer. Shock horror. And Yeah. I remember yeah, having a lot of fun on... I don't remember X-Wing vs. TIE Fighter very much. But there was... What was it? Uh, was X-Wing Armada or something? Probably have them all Where somewhere. you flied in... You flew in and you were attacking a Star Destroyer. That's pretty much all of my memories for it. Uh, Jedi Knight I loved. Especially multiplayer. I play. I remember playing quite a bit of the multiplayer of Jedi Knight. Um, Jedi Knight Two Outcast. Is it Outcast? Yeah. Was it Jedi Three? Jedi, Jedi, Jedi Knight, Knight is Outcast. Was Dark Forces Two? Technically. Yeah, it gets confusing. Yeah, and then <laughs> you had Jedi Knight Two was Jedi Outcast. Played that a lot with. Yes. You. Yeah, that's the one I played the most. Uh, I. You also Don't did Knights of the Old Republic, didn't you? Yeah. Knights of the Old Republic too. Yeah. I don't remember playing Jedi Academy very much. No, me neither. But we also played um, like the Lego Star Wars games. Yeah. And also Rogue Squadron. On, I think we played that on the GameCube, didn't we? Yeah. But it is on PC as well. Looks terrible now, by the way. But yeah, it looks awful. Pretty much all the games, Star Wars games, are awful because yeah. they're all really old. Although I've played Pod Racer recently, fairly recently. It says on Steam I played it for five minutes <laughs> on oh, the on wow. the third of May. It looked it okay. looks horrible, but it's still fun. <laughs> yeah, I've got quite a bunch of Star Wars games on Steam. Anyway, yeah. Yeah, I have loads. I have twenty-seven Star Wars Star Wars games on Steam. Really? I got sixteen. Okay, you have more than me. That's also including the Lego ones. But I only have two of those because I have the classic Battlefront and Battlefront Two, which I probably would have bought back in the day, but then bought again because. It came out on Steam. I guess, yeah, it must be Lego games you have more of the, of than me. Because I got the Complete Saga, and I got the third one. That's all I've got for Lego. Oh. I wonder what you have that I don't know. <laughs> I think that's probably a topic for outside of the podcast. Yeah. Just straying a little bit. Yeah. So... So, my experience. So, the first... Oh, you never talked about what your expectations were for the for the game. No. <laughs> I, um, I had hopes that it would be all 
that they said it would be, but I expected it to be a pile of trash. Honestly. So, yeah, but what did you expect the game to be? Mm, well, a story-based adventure, essentially. Okay. Yeah, I think that was kind of what I was thinking as well. Um, but anyway, my experience is... So, yeah. The first three Star Wars movies always had a place in my heart for as long as I can remember. I remember, like, I don't remember the first time I watched them. I remember, I don't think we owned them for a very long time on VHS or anything. No. But I remember watching them pretty much every Christmas. They're on TV quite always a lot. Christmas. Yeah. Along with um, Superman. Yeah. Uh, what was your favourite? Film. Yeah. Empire Strikes Back. Okay, uh, yeah, I'm the same. But I don't remember ever disliking the Ewoks. No. As no. a lot of people do. I, I think because like, we were young, it was a bit different. Yeah, maybe. But, yeah, Return of the Jedi, I, yeah, it was fine. Um, yeah, I'm not sure which one I didn't like. What one I thought was the least favourite, I don't know. Of the, the original no, Empire was always my favourite one. Sorry? Of the original. Yeah. I, I don't know. I thought they were all pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Um, yeah, I always... It always appealed to me that the universe was always this, like, dirty, used world. You know, everything was kind of grimy. Everything felt as if it was... People were using it every day, and like I don't know, a lot of things always, especially sci-fi, always feels like it's brand new, like everything's just been just been like bought off the rack that that instant. Whereas Star Wars just felt this like you know griminess to it, which I liked. I don't, I don't know why. It just it just felt realistic, I guess. Um, even against the backdrop of the weird fantasy elements of the Force and lightsabers, which is, on you know, looking back on it, it's kind of jarring. You've got these weird um, supernatural stuff in with all this sci-fi, because all the supernatural stuff is very like loose. There's not a lot there with it, especially in the first movie. It's like, yes, you've got to use the Force. But they don't really explain what the Force is. And no one really uses the Force in the first movie. From what I can remember. Huh? Like, no one picks anything up. Mm. Uh, the, the, the Force <laughs> no is used anything. to help uh, Luke um, kind of... Uh, I don't know, where is you got Have some precognition on where things will be. But that's it. Like he does a bit of training, doesn't he, with the say with the uh, ma- the blind mask? Yeah, that's true. And everyone does use his uh, mind trick. Yeah, but that's that's about it. But I think because kind of like this, the way the old trilogy was like the original trilogy was set up. 
I think it's little wonder why I, I personally didn't like the prequels. Because the prequels are completely different to that. Like, everyone's using the bloody force all the time. Um, everything feels kind of, like, sterile in comparison. Like, everything has this, like, new car smell to it. Uh, all the ships are, like, pristine. They're not dirty or anything. Uh... And, and that's probably because of CGI, I guess. Like, they just use CGI for bloody everything. And so it feels... It doesn't feel real because of it. Not just because... Not like if you watch the prequels now, the CGI doesn't hold up. But because everything just has this... Yeah, this new list. There's this artificial sterility to it. And then... The, yeah, and then you've got the whole badly paced plot in in the prequels and I don't like the lightsaber battles I know lots of people do so I feel like I'm the odd one out that I'm the uh, um well, you like beat saber that's a lightsaber battle <laughs> no it's a rhythm game <laughs> with lightsabers come on lightsabers make everything better hmm but that's not Star Wars. It's not like you're trying to be Star Wars or anything. No, it's true. But, yeah, I mean, it's just... Like, the battles are just flashy and impractical. Like, no one ever tries to hit a, another person. They're just trying to hit the lightsaber. Mm-hmm. It's like you could hit that person so many times if you actually aimed for them. But they're always, like, hitting the lightsaber of the other person. It's like, what are you doing? Just, you know, you're not even trying to attack them. But... I guess I'm just I just can't um, turn my brain off when I'm seeing these fancy sword fights because they're just dancing really they're just like dancing with glow sticks that's all the lightsabers are lightsaber battles are in the, uh, the prequels yeah whereas they feel a lot more visceral in the original trilogy especially like that fight with Luke versus Vader where he's just like they're just like pounding on each other because they're just full of aggression and hate yeah. for one another it's like you need more of that and less twirling I think and I had like renewed hope for The Force Awakens even though it felt like just Star Wars The Greatest Hits because of, let's have a, a little bit of uh, a new hope here and let's have a bit of Empire Strikes Back and a bit of Return of the Jedi. Let's just put them all together and see what we can make. Um, and yeah, I, I quite liked it. It was fine. But I was hoping it was actually going somewhere. And then the last Jedi put kibosh to that by having a really silly plot and <laughs> like just like just ruining all the story threads of the you know, that was set up in The Force Awakens. So yeah, but Rogue One was good. I did. Yeah, enjoy I, that. I enjoyed Rogue. I actually enjoyed Solo as well. I know you're not a fan, but I enjoyed Solo too. Yeah. Yeah. So going into the game, I was pretty disillusioned with Star Wars. Um, I wasn't really excited from the footage I saw of it at E3, but. Yeah, I thought, you know, I'd give it a try. 
especially Origin Premier it's not like I'm uh, you know, paying full price or anything I can just buy a month and see what it's like because but it's weird because the setup for like the footage they showed you at E3 it felt like an Uncharted game to me but with I don't know you you had some possibilities but they didn't feel like massively powerful like he wasn't using a ton of powers all the time or at least that was my feeling for it so going in I felt like it was going to be a story driven uncharted adventure-esque mm-hmm. with uh, kind of like light force powers going in yeah yeah, and I, I think that might be due to the, the the elements they showed us the trailers they showed us and by muted force powers I mean in comparison to things like force unleashed where you could just like throw like a million people off the side of a railing with one force push and what else did he do? Oh yeah, he brought down a Star Destroyer to the ground by <laughs> destroying it. So, that's what I mean by muted. Yeah. Like, he wasn't, like, OP. Well, yeah, yeah, that's probably because the, the protagonist in this isn't a very powerful um, Jedi Master. He's a... He's not a Jedi Master at no, all. he's, he's a Padawan. Padawan. Yeah. He just about becomes a yeah. Jedi Knight. Hmm. Wow. I suppose if you're the one last remaining element of the Jedi Order. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, so, at this point we're going to talk about spoilers for the game. Dude, it's not a spoiler because this is after the Clone Wars when they've already started to kill all the Jedi. The Jedi Order is in disarray. It's not a spoiler. That's fine, but we're going on to the next section, so there'll be spoilers going forward. It sounded like you were going, oh, spoilers, spoilers. Anyway, we will be talking about spoilers going forward for the tenth <laughs> time. Which to say this, I think you should. If say you haven't it played again. the, oh, for fuck's sake! <laughs> if you haven't played the game yet, then you should stop listening now and go play it, and then come back later. Yeah, it is worth playing. Just, just FYI. Yeah. So, do you want to go and do you want to talk about your gameplay experience first? Your initial experience. Okay. So, I heard, and this is before I started, that the game was essentially Tomb Raider crossed with Dark Souls. And that that was pretty much what I heard it as. So, I was in... I've never played Dark Souls, but I have played Demon Souls, so I kind of knew what to expect, just about. Uh, And going into it, a little apprehensive, because those games are hard as feck. They really are difficult. And I uh, more than a little rusty on difficult games. But I thought, sod it, I'm going to go Jedi Knight all the way and go in and see what happens. And, yeah, you start off on... Uh, what planet is that? I forget. Uh, Bracca. Bracca. I want to say Bogner. That's not a planet, that's a place. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so you start off uh, Bracca. Is it definitely Bracca? Bracca's the scrap world you start off with. Yes, you're right, yeah. Um, and you are, um, yeah, essentially a scrapper. You are someone that is scrapping, I guess they're the Clone Wars fleet? The old Clone Wars ships? Yeah, basically, yeah, this is... So you're on this world of Bracca, 
and surrounding you is all the ships from essentially the prequels really so you've got the I think they're called Arbiter Star Destroyers and these are the, the ships that the um, I don't know who built them but these were the ships that the clone army uh, were using to transport their troops around with and you, you'd see things like the Trade Federation droid controlled ships Mm -hmm. Uh, the big donut shaped ships and you've got um, I think you see a few Jedi starfighters on there too and you've got the weird I don't know what they're called but they're weird like wedge shaped ships that had these like domes that fired out beams that they used in the second movie a lot yeah I don't don't know what they're called they've got weird names you do definitely see the um, say the donut shaped ships coming down and you I think that's in yeah. one of the first scenes in the game um, is, when yeah. you're with your friend and essentially you've been told to go and um, go and do a scrap job uh, which is by I didn't really understand half of it but by the sounds of things uh, a difficult job to do and so in effect getting danger money by doing a short amount of work but a lot of pay for that work that, yeah that's it was they were dismantling all these Arbiter Star Destroyer ships and the cable got loose yeah so your droid superior for some reason you've got a droid who's management yes and that yeah. droid tells you and your buddy prof I think it's called um, to go up there and secure it and because you've got to do a lot of climbing for a lot of dangerous areas because this ship is being dismantled all the time and they've got these I think they're droids going along literally uh, cutting yeah using yeah. cutting beams big, cut off big cutting chunks beams, of the yeah. ship yeah but it's really cool because as you're going through the ship you see big open sections of the ship so you've always got like um, it's almost like a cutaway schematic of it of the ship yeah so you're going through you see which, which is pretty cool it. Uh, it's, yeah. it's obviously there to be a trainer for you to kind of get familiar with the controls, but it is, it's yeah. um, it's done in a really uh, good way. It, I I did feel like I was part of the uh, Star Wars universe by the time we got out of those training levels. Yeah. And at no point in time uh, in those early stages did I feel like I was really in danger. See, it's it's doing some things later on towards the end of that section that um, does push you to the limits of your new abilities. But uh, as you don't have many yet, it's not not a big deal. So I don't think in the early stages that you're even aware that you're playing as a Jedi. It's um, once you've got a little bit further into there that you you um, use a force ability to uh, save your friend in a cut yeah a cut that's scene. right yeah and then things go to shit after that for him yeah did you notice the probe droid in the background I did yes yeah so it's like oh, uh, oh dear we've been discovered <laughs> yeah so bad bad timing Really bad timing. But yeah. it, it, cool, cool that it was there. Yeah. I'm, and your safety buddy. Yeah. 
But I want to know... How did you save your why... body? <laughs> I, I want to know, why are you, like... The scrap, you're on the scrapyard place and you're all working there. But why are you doing this right next to the, the biggest Sarlacc pit in the world? <laughs> in the galaxy, maybe. I mean, that thing is massive. Yeah. It's like, surely, you know, blow it up, throw some bombs down there or something. Don't just leave that thing there. But, yeah, so you almost get... You almost become like a Cthulhu lunch for uh, a, a giant thing uh, right at the start. But, yeah, you manage to somehow escape. Yeah. But what, what I found funny, though, is that when you crash the bomb... Um, when you take that shuttle thing and you crash, mm-hmm. there's like stormtroopers behind you and everywhere. Yeah, and they're taking, they're paying no attention. It's like really, you're going to come over and see what's happened, or or even talk to them. You just gonna, just gonna stand there on guard. Yeah, I guess they've got no reason to. Yeah, but surely you'd be like, "Whoa, what happened there?" or or something. You know, especially as as proofs like shouting about you using the force. <laughs> But yeah, so there's a a bit of um uh something dissonance, I can't remember what it's called now. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I have to say that that first what hour or so of gameplay is just super cinematic and it really you know, when you you're in Bracker, you really feel like you're in the universe and you you actually even though you've only just met the characters, you start to feel for the characters that you're playing around. Cognitive dissonance, that's what I mean. Yeah, you do. Yeah, and because of that, I didn't know what kind of game it was still. Yes. It didn't. doesn't play <laughs> like the rest of the game at all. No. No, maybe it does if you're playing on much harder difficulties. No, no, because uh, I was on a harder difficulty. I was just playing. I was just playing on Jedi Knight for this. Oh, you were okay. Yeah, and so I was just like wading through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blast, blast. <laughs> you know, defend. Yeah, you got nothing on me. <laughs> I just cut everybody up. But oh yeah, but yeah, we get discovered by the Empire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so they investigate. Resulting in your buddy's death, unfortunately. Yeah, that, 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 that made me sad. Yeah. Well, I actually thought he was going to turn us in when we were on the train. Yeah, I thought he was too. Um, I did like that scene. It was very, very weird. Uh, very, I don't know. It, I just, I just liked it. There was, the a, there was did... another character in the game that made me feel suspicious all the time. We'll get to that later. Uh, this was one oh, of those okay. characters that made me think, you're just about to just grass us up, aren't you? Because, you know, we're, we're different and you don't like it. Even though you're a bloody alien. Oh, that guy. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, there's this cool little scene where, like, you, your, your buddy disappears and you start wandering down through a train and you follow. And then you end up, in this sequence where it almost feels like you're on the Death Star at least I thought that's where I was and then you start walking down there and then the corridors start stretching and yeah. all the doors start closing yeah. that was a 
really cool scene. I that really was good, that. yeah. It reminded me of the sequence in The Last Jedi. I think it was The Last Jedi. Was it? Yeah, it was The Last Jedi, wasn't it? Where she, Ray, sees like thousands of herself. Yeah, yeah, it was The Last Jedi. Yeah, it kind of reminded me of that. Yeah. And that was a cool scene. It was. There are some really cool scenes all the way through the game, to be fair. But, yeah, yeah. essentially, on Discovery, he has to battle it out with uh, an Inquisitor. The second sister, was it, I think? Second sister, yeah. yeah. And, um, yeah, loses badly, but gets rescued by uh, two nobodies, really. Yeah. And ends up in Bagano. Bagano, yeah. And this is where you had some difficulty, isn't it? You had some fun here. This is where you really discover what kind of a game this is. Well, yeah, this is where I found out that it was like a Souls-like game. Because I... Yeah, you, you as soon as you get off that ship, you start wandering around, you go to a meditation point, and it tells you that this is the only place you could save. Yeah. And that if you rest... All the mobs uh, respawn. Yeah, you get health back, but all the enemies respawn. And that's the only way you can recharge your um, uh, healing items as well. Yeah. Is that why you went off and just found all of the healing items? Well, I just found them for exploration. Okay. I just explored everywhere and just found them. Fair enough. I assume I found almost all of them. uh, Because I ended up with nine. So I imagine there's probably ten in the game. A nice round number. Yeah, just thinking of the big creatures. Did you see the big, um, this huge dragon thing? I don't know what it was. In the distance on Bagano. Yeah, I did. Yeah. I never managed to and get I... to it, did you? No, you can't, I don't think. Uh, I, I, I tried to hunt around for a space to get to it, but no, I couldn't, couldn't get there. So maybe, remote, maybe you can't. I see. I thought that was going to be a, a boss at some point because of it. Just reminded me of the dragons in Dark Souls. Okay. Was it Demon Souls? Was it Dark Souls, Demon Souls that has the the dragons on the hill. I don't. Well, anyway, <laughs> um, yeah. In one of those games, you just see this dragon in the background, and you just think it's background, but eventually you you end up getting there and. You know, you can fight it. And you realise yeah, you've actually got to take it on. Yeah, I think that probably is Demon Souls. But yeah, so I thought, oh no, am I eventually going to have to fight this thing? But no, I think, I think it turns out if you read the lore stuff as well, that they're actually just friendly. Yeah, yeah, so. I, I think um, they're uh, scientists or explorers or something looking at them because you yeah. you get these um, kind of like force flashback type things scattered around the I don't forget what they call them but you have these little like mist zones that you can um, activate that tell you a little bit about what's happened in the environment and uh, one of those things is about these people watching that particular beast Uh, you know where you get the war run ability yeah so you're down in that area. Did you look up? Um, maybe. Tell me what happens. Well, if you look up, like that 
creature's just got his snout through there, sniffing. Oh, okay. And looking down at you. No, I did not see that. So I was so scared that if I went into that area, it was just going to come down and attack me. So I was like being so nervous through that section. <laughs> yeah, that is me oblivious there. <laughs> I, I did, did take on some of the alphas around um, Bagano though. There's, the alphas? Yeah, because you know you have the giant frog thing, which is a pain in the butt. Yeah. Well, there is a... a, a um, is it elite or a legendary? Basically, there's a named one. Well, oh, yeah. And he has an eye on his back. Oh, what? An eye. Literally he has... has an eye on his back? Yeah. Um, let's see if I can look this up. Keep talking. <laughs> yeah, so uh, he was bloody hard to kill. But, yeah. We found out about a lot of the... Um, because I think there's a there's a uh, an achievement if you kill all four of them. I think there are four. Oh, I, I got that. You got him. You got that achievement. I got yeah, I got that achievement. Oh, so he must have um, seen them. But he didn't have an eye in his back. You sure he did? Like an orange eye or something. Ogdo Bogdo. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, I don't I don't remember seeing an eye in his back. But I I managed to kill him because eventually you get in a but after you get the war run, you can climb up to the top, and there's like these big circle holes yes, yeah. above his area. Yeah. And so if you jump down and attack him, it does like half his damage straight away. Ah, uh, you take half his life. Yeah, I, I, I took him on face to face. Okay. Um, well, I, I, I kept dying to the bastard. He just kept killing me. Well, on easy. No, on Jedi Knight. Oh, okay. I say on easy, you should just. Easy was a bit too easy. The the difference between Easy and Jedi Knight, which is basically the easiest um, story, is the easiest uh, mode, and then Jedi Knight's the next step up. But the difference yeah. is massive. So, yeah, it is. I, I went to um, Easy mode for one of the bosses that I was struggling with, and I just killed him like paper. So, ah, okay. <laughs> I like a bit of a challenge, so that wasn't the most fun. And I didn't use. Well, I did go to the story again. mode later on in the game because I just found the the combat frustrating after a while. How so? Um, I didn't like the 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 parry delay because there's an animation when you lift up your lightsaber, so before that it just doesn't work. And it's like half a second before you start being able to block. So time parries. You gotta, you gotta almost know when they're about to do the the attack, then do it. So you gotta time it really. You gotta you get have to time, time it really well, yeah. And you have to be yeah. a bit, but yeah. But in Dark Souls, they don't care about fluid animation like these guys obviously did. So you just press the block, and in uh, Dark Souls or whatever, your block is instant up. So it's just about. You know, reaction rather than working out the weird timing of the animation. So it's a lot more. I'd say the gameplay is more polished in Dark Souls compared to this, whereas this is more polished with animation, even though it ruins gameplay. Yeah, I did so not to me, like I, I didn't use block much. I basically rolled out of the way for pretty much everything. Oh, uh, okay, because the game basically enforces you to. 
uh, parry because parry does so much damage. Well, also, it builds up force. Yeah. So, so I was, so I was basically trying to parry everyone, really. Yeah. But it does get a bit weird because sometimes you'll parry, and there's no indication that you've actually been successful, even though you have been. Yeah, especially with some of I forget what is it like quick parry or something, or perfect parry or something, something like that. Way basically, um, you get certain force abilities if you if you use that parry, it builds up your force meter quicker. I can't remember. So there was there was times I thought I'd missed or messed up the parry and just blocked or whatever, but on one of these occasions I got the achievement for so many. A perfect blocks, uh, perfect parries. Yeah, I'm like, what? I actually did it. <laughs> so I found that confusing. <laughs> so yeah, because a, a lot of the games actually give you a uh, an indicator to tell you when you've done a perfect parry. Yeah, just have like an indication, uh, an indication like a flash or or something to show that you've actually done it. But this doesn't seem to do that. Or if it does, it's so merged in with the other particle effects that you just can't. That I couldn't see it, so I don't know. I think that needs to be looked at if they make any more games like this. Um. Yeah. So. So going from Bracket to Bogo, Pagano. Mm-hmm. To me, it felt like two different games. Ah, uh, yeah. Me too, but then I, I kind of saw that as um, uh, Bracker being a an introduction on how you play with your character, and then Bogano was kind of getting into the actual plot properly. I think it was the other way around for me, because one Bracker only teaches you uh, platforming, really it doesn't actually teach you. Any of the actual ways you you will be playing through the game, whereas Pagano actually teaches you the real it's mechanics, like wall running and yeah, yeah. But to be honest, yeah, I and the bonf- and the bonfires and how you bonfires know, what happens on deaths and stuff like that. Yeah, meditation is basically the bonfires from Dark Souls. Oh, sorry, yeah, they like little um, yeah meditation zones. That, yeah, all- and just like Dark, just like in Dark Souls, Pagano. As you go from A to B, with no actual story, really, just go there. It's it's like in Dark Souls when you go ring the bell to get uh, to the next location. So you go through all this area to ring the bell, and it just felt like that. You're just going all the way through this area, no story really. Yeah, but to, it, it, it does to reach uh, the give you some puzzles in uh, yeah. that area, and and that is what this game is. It basically has three elements to it lots of kind of world traversing um the kind of boss fight style thing and puzzles well no I'd say that's just the first two planets from the get go but after that it isn't it feel like that's half the game you do Bagano and you're just fighting these random animals yeah so you go from you go from uh, Praka and you find these Imperial forces and these Inquisitors and you feel like you're in the Star Wars universe. Then you go to Pagano and you're fighting 
um, weird monsters, maggot dogs, yeah, giant frogs, and crabs. Until you get to the monument, uh-huh. and then it says you'll go to Zepho. So then you go to Zepho. Uh, this is all without any real additional story. So you go to Zepho. Well, you meet BD One. Yes, um, yeah, you do. So you go to Zepho, and then oh yeah, finally you fight in stormtroopers again. Yeah, so, but I think that's also oh, where you that, get your first fight against an ATST. At the end, yeah. Mm. Um, and then it says, well, basically it's just another A to B, so you've got to f- work out how to get to the place. Um, and I found Zepho kind of confusing. Uh, I kind of then, found that, that so many of the um, levels of this game, it was just an A to B, really. Yeah, but the others give you story. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Well, this is just like go to go to that one, go to that. Uh, what the hell's they called? Vault. Go to that vault. I say, well, well, okay. Well, there, there is some story <laughs> behind that because you have the when you meet um, BD One, you've got the holographic projection, haven't you? Yeah. Which essentially tells them to go to Zepho. Yeah, but it's not much story. No, no, it's not. It's not like deep and intrinsic. It's basically you have this little. Um, a little bit part that just gives you enough of a nudge to go to Zepho, and for some reason your uh, your saviors somehow want to do the same thing as you. Well, that's because they're the reason you're there in the first place. They want to find a holocron that gives the location of all the Force-sensitive children in the galaxy. Uh, for some reason, the Jedi had a map of that, and they just didn't bother to do anything about it but anyway they stored that information into a holocron that uh, Seer wants so that you can rebuild the Jedi Order that's the reason you're doing all this was that but, was that not the Zepho that did that no that's what she's telling you to do okay. that's the reason why you go to the vault in the first I, place I thought on, it was the Zepho on, that created the on, hologram no No, it's just that uh, Cordano is his name. He used he like hid it in the vault. Okay, yeah. But you can't get it without finding because you're basically doing a bo- bunch of tests to prove that you're worthy enough to get the holocron. That's what all this is about. So you're just following in um, Cordano's tracks. Cordova. Yeah, whatever. Whatever his name is. Endo uh, Cordova. So you get to Zepho. So you're actually fighting Stormtroopers. That's better than Borgano. And... Yeah, I mean, it's much more beautiful. I love the snowy um, landscape. And the vistas are pretty cool. So I like that. Uh, And yeah, you, you said it before. So after you've gone in there and you've done a bunch of these puzzles... You unlock... I think you get force... Do you get force push there? Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you, you get, get one of them, don't you? Yeah. And then you go... Then you have to go back uh, because, one, you've been told to go to Kashyyyk because that's where the next clue is sending you and your crew is under attack by an ATST. Yeah. So you have to run back and, and save them. How did you do the ATST fight? Brute force and ignorance. 
I just swiped at its leg and rolled away and swiped at its leg and rolled away. Okay, so I used all of its abilities against itself. I never hit its legs once. So when it was firing its blasters, I deflected all the blaster bolts. Oh yeah, I, I was def- deflecting the blaster bolts. but uh... And then when it threw the grenades at me, I used force push to push all the grenades back at it to do a ton of damage. And then it would use its rocket. The rocket's a bit hard to time, but you, you've kind of got to wait for it to come down towards you because it goes up in the air first. Then you've got to wait for it to come down a little bit, then push it, and then it will hit the ATST. So I used all of its abilities against itself. Okay. That's how I how I fought it. Yeah. I didn't. Um, I didn't. Like, I didn't even know. Until I watched a, a video uh, later on, I didn't even know. I didn't even think to run in and hit it with yeah, the lightsaber. I did. <laughs> smack it a bit so I was like oh I've got all these abilities I could deflect I've got force push I've been taught to throw rockets back at rocket soldiers so it's like yeah I can do all this so it's just using all my um, abilities back at it and then you get the, then the guy like comes out of the top of the uh, downed ATSD I didn't even wait for him to get up I just walked over to him and slashed at him while he was on the ground still I was like no you're not getting up and just Killed him. Yeah. Well, on Zepho, you, you, Cal, learn about um, the key to the that will open the vault, which will basically um, give you access to the. the what if you find it that time? I think I think that's later on, the second time uh, you're there. No, I think that's when you. That's the second time you're there. You sure? Because I think, think that's yeah. why you go to. The... That's when you get the revelation about um, uh, the second sister. Because uh, I thought that's where you then that's where you head off to Kashyyyk because you learn about um, the Zepho no because yeah so you go to, to Zepho you go to Zepho then you go to Kashyyyk yeah. then Kashyyyk tells you to go back to Zepho yeah, yeah. and then from Zepho you have to go back to Kashyyyk yes you, you, yeah you have to go back and forth quite a bit yeah but this is the first time we've been there yeah that's what we were talking about so when you go to um, Kashyyyk you, uh, you, is that when you meet up with Sawyer's, isn't it? Yes, so when you go to Kashyyyk for the first time, then suddenly you're back in the story game. So I don't know what was going on. I don't know what was going on there. I don't know if they had a better intro to the game, but they had to cut it for some reason, or what. But you've got a bunch of story at the beginning, then you go to Zepho, then you go to Zepho, no, then you go to Pagano, then you go to Zepho, then you go to Kashyyyk, and then the story continues again. So for about a couple of hours or so, you're kind of in limbo with the story. It's a bit weird. The pacing's really bad. Yeah, I did feel but like after, the pacing was a bit bad. But then when you get to Kashyyyk, then the then the pacing's Come, good comes, all the way through back, the game. Yeah, comes back up and yeah. it stays there. It's a, yeah, it's a bit weird. But it made it worse for me because I was like, no, I'm not going to go to Kashyyyk's straight away because I've got Daphomir and Daphomir must be like an optional planet right otherwise you'd have sent me there right second because why else would you show it me so I went to Daphomir and I I, I didn't remember the name but my sister I, I remember Daphomir <laughs> that's why I didn't so go I, to Daphomir I didn't think you'd watch the Clone Wars no I've read the books oh there are books on that yes. okay 
So in the Clone Wars, you, 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 there's there's a thing with the Night Sisters in there. So I I knew about it after I saw them, and yeah. So I just went around clearing the whole starting area of Daphne. I opened up all the shortcuts. I collected all the, all the items there, and I got to this old like this dude who's just standing by a bridge, and I'm like asking him questions, just being weird and laughing at me. So I'm like, okay, fine. But I couldn't go anywhere, so I was stuck. I kept jumping off. Because there's a weird rope going down, which turns out to lift. I kept jumping off over there because it looked like it was a rope I'd climb down. So I kept jumping off and dying. So I was like, what, what the fuck am I doing here? Um, but no, yeah, you've got to come back there much later. So it's a bit weird that they, they give it to you so early. For no reason. Yeah, so, a bit bizarre. So I did all that stuff. So that probably took me another hour. And then, yeah, I went to Kashyyyk. I was like, yeah, finally, story again. And I was much more happy. <laughs> like, Kashyyyk is so much better. And you get that, like, the, the E3 demo is basically the style of Kashyyyk. So you pretty much start there. You get to climb and take over the eighty-eighty, which is amazing. That was so much fun. I kind of wish they had more stuff like that in the game. Yeah. But that was like a one-off. I wish they got rid of the silly water scenes and replaced it with more, like, eighty eighty stuff. Because it's like the, the bits with the water mm. um, later on, they're okay. But it's nowhere yeah. near as, pardon the pun, fluid as other areas. Did you just, just mean the, the diving and swimming around? Yeah, or, yeah. Or what? Okay. It, it just felt a bit jarring to me. I don't know, it... It almost felt like they hadn't completely polished that part because when you say had crates underwater, for example, yeah. the animation for the crates stayed the same as when they were out of yes. water. But your robot yeah. doesn't leave your back. No, but he, he talks like it has. Yeah, yeah. So Cal's going, "Oh, okay, buddy. Yep. Oh, you're in there. Okay, great." <laughs> it's like what? Yeah, and <laughs> and, and the shake and the and the and the yeah, the crate just shakes around like. Uh, BD1's actually got in there. Yeah, it is a bit weird. It, it does feel rushed, that. That does. Yeah. But I, I didn't mind it too much because I I saw previously that there were crates down there because you could see the lights um, above water. Yeah. So I knew you was going down there at some point. Yeah. Or you yeah. was going to find your ability to go down there. But I knew you would and you get the rebreather. That's in Kashyyyk, yeah. isn't it? You get that. Yes. And, um, yeah, that, that adds, you know, to the size of the world, but I didn't think it really added much value in terms of, you know, the the gameplay. It just... Well, no, because uh, the stuff in the crates, all they ever are, is uh, yeah, cosmetic it's not, stuff. Yeah, it's not just for the crates, though. It's also how you access certain other zones once you've got the Rebreaver. Oh, Reaver. okay, yeah. But it just, for me, it felt like an artificial barrier rather than... Yeah. Um, anything that actually adds to your enjoyment. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, because it doesn't really do much. It's just yeah, a literal barrier. Yeah. There's no no nothing else really to it. No, exactly. Um, but I guess you could say that about most of the abilities you get. Well, maybe because you could say that about the the wall running, for example. But actually, that felt very forcey. If you know what I mean, it, it did feel like you know something a Jedi would be able to do, wall running and the double jump the same and stuff like that. That all felt 
yeah. in keeping but breathing under a water is not really something a Jedi can do and that's just a an item wow. that he has so well I mean Phantom Menace they did have rebreathers didn't they yes. swim under water they have rebreathers but it's not really a Jedi ability because you know mm. Jar Jar Binks can breathe under water he's not a Jedi and I know he can breathe under water because of him being a gong gong a gong 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 that's the one <laughs> gong gong <laughs> I wish he was gone, <laughs> gone. Wish but... they were gone, gone. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Some some of that stuff was uh, kind of arbitrary, but I did like finding those yellow crates because they were always a bonus in that extra health canister. So I was always looking out for those ones. Uh, I didn't like. I did not like the slides. The slides, yeah. The slides were okay, but when they caught you out, they they really were bad. Yeah. Yeah. Especially on Zepho, because you're on this you're on these ice platforms and you've got big gaping holes to either side of you and you're just sliding around, you don't have much control, which makes sense because you're sliding, but that doesn't help when you fall off and you have to start Right at the top of the slide again. Yeah, the, the only way real... I found to get around that was to jump. Yes. Re- reposition yeah. yourself and keep basically jumping to get yourself back yeah. on track. Unfortunately, sometimes they'd put giant, like, buzz saws or something in the middle of it. Yeah. So. And you had very little come... control of your movement. Yeah. And you had to time it with the force freeze and stuff like that. So, yeah. God, that was annoying. I, I think I died more times to falling off edges, like ledges like that. I did to actually being killed in combat. Yeah, I, I, because of how many times I just fall off the damn fucking thing. I didn't really die that much in this game, if I'm honest. I, I died a bit with you know, like you say, platformy type yeah. stupidness, and a couple of the end game bosses. Actually, not the end game boss, but the the guy before that, the one in um, uh, Daphimir. Okay, yeah. that guy. I did die with him. He was pretty hardcore. But yeah. I, I found he was harder than uh, the, the second sister. Do you think? Yeah. Okay. It might just be because I found it harder to work out his um, timing. It's um, Taron, isn't it? Taron. Something like yeah, that. I think so. Yeah. But, yeah. So, um, so you were okay with the combat? I was, yeah, I thought the combat was slow. Uh, I didn't. I thought it could be a bit more fluid. Um, that probably would have got me killed a lot more, but it would have been nice. And I, I thought the ninety percent of the the bosses were just well, ninety percent of everything was very predictable. Okay. Once you once you've faced them once, you didn't need to worry about it again because they followed the same pattern every time. There's no um, variation on them. So, like with the, the bosses, they had phases, and each phase they would have a different pattern. Uh, but yeah. the normal mobs, they always just had the same pattern. So, I found some of those purge troopers to be a pain. Which ones? All um, of the um, yeah, I forget what they call them. Purge Inquisitors, troopers. purge troopers, the ones in black, right? Black armor, yeah. yeah. Yeah, because you got the one with the giant axe, the one with the yeah, it was the it was the one with the giant axe 
and the one with the like the two daggers. Yeah, yeah, they, 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 were, a they were a pain. They they were a pain, especially but. if there was other mobs, because the other mobs would tie you up, and those ones would just like they come in and just fuck your shit up. When you were in the um, the base, I forget what that base is called. Um, what's that base called? I don't know. Inquisitor headquarters. Yeah, right? the Inquisitor headquarters. I was just looking up. Uh, when you're in the Inquisitor headquarters, there's the bit where you're in the the training section. That wasn't too bad for me because I hacked both of the big robots and they helped me out a lot. I didn't think about hacking the robots; I just killed them. <laughs> I've always I hacked them throughout the game because they were great allies. For yeah, because I was thinking they're actually really useful those robots. Yeah. How did you hack them? You have to stun them or something. You have to get them down to like, um, so they've only got like one third of their health left, okay. and then you'll get a, a prompt to press down on your D-pad, and uh. then little BD will jump over, usually doing a weird digital version of the Imperial March okay. as he as he hacks them, and then they'll become your allies, and they'll always be your allies until they're dead. Okay. So much so that I hacked both of them. They. Tied up the uh, purge troopers so I could just go behind them and stab them to death. Okay. And then and then we went in down into that other area and they followed me down there and like we're fucking up everyone in there too. So I was like, quids in. <laughs> uh, that's probably yeah, why they had lots of little jumpy zones then, just so you couldn't take things like that with you all the way. Because I, I found yeah. the uh, pro, I hacked probe droids, but they were just kind of useless. Didn't really do it enough. Yeah, because they they attack so slowly. Yeah. But um, if you when they're about to die, you can, like grab them and then push them, yes. and they do a lot of damage. To yes, them. that's what I was doing. So I, because yeah. it, they they go into their explosive mode, don't they? Yeah. So I just force push them into mobs and kill lots of things. Yeah. But um, yeah, that that little training section thing, I didn't have any problems there with the purge troopers because I just. I've used force, push and pull to just drag them into the pits. <laughs> right, yeah, I got the upgraded force push. I never got the upgraded force pull until much later. Ah, uh, no, I had the upgraded force pull. And basically, you can pull anything with that. So well, nice. I was pulling I used force push. Uh, I just used upgrade force push. I just threw them off the, the side. Yeah. All of the normal ones. The purge troopers are a bit harder to use force against. No, 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 not for pull. Because you just oh, you okay. keep it held down. And they're like they're struggling against it, but they they're still going. And as soon okay. as they they start to give, they give quite quickly. So you have to let go quickly, so they just fall down the pits. And that's what oh, I was that's doing. cool. Yeah, <laughs> that was quite fun because it, it meant that I I pretty much didn't get touched for the whole of that section because I was just using force abilities to. I just rolled out of the way when I ran out of force. And well, that's good for you because you didn't have very many health canisters, did you? No, I only had three until. Until you actually went back to the the starting planet, because um, when when was that? You go back to the starting planet at what to get the holocron to get the holocron. So that's near the end so, game. Yeah, you know, very much near the that's end. That's right at the end. Yeah, um, and yeah, I got I got another two then, so I ended up with five health counselors. Okay, I only had three for pretty much majority of the game, but like I said, I didn't find the game that difficult frustrating at times especially when my daughter was sat on my lap playing with my my um led light show my rgb and she oh, okay. you know, put it on flashing <laughs> i'm try, <laughs> trying to concentrate here dear um but yeah 
It was it was not bad that difficult. I don't think. There's a couple of the spoke jumpy things that frustrated me. Yeah. So we were talking a bit about the upgrades there with force push and pull. Uh, what what did you think about the other upgrades? Okay, so I can tell you that really I felt that um, I, I think it'd be good to go for our our kind of tactics as well later on, but like the things like grasping pull when you you pick up a human sized enemy and pull it towards you that was great because I was doing that against most mobs pulling them towards me and then killing them and then they're done okay yeah so that was a a big one for me um and then because the 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 ones we were talking about before were like howling push yeah um which is really good for crowd control and also good for taking on the the late game baddies um yeah so they're they're pretty much the best that I found I like like I said, I also used the um, the enhanced pull. I can't remember what that one's called. Um, mass mass push. You've got howling push, and then you've got grasping pull and howling pull. So okay, the the powerful pull yanks pretty much any enemy or groups of enemy towards you, and that that was very useful. So I maxed out the force tree. Um, okay, I maxed out the force tree and I maxed out the survival tree because I was thinking I don't want to die, so let's try and sort those things out. And then yeah. the combat stuff, I I was fairly basic on. I didn't go for any of the really exotic combat stuff. Okay, how about yourself? I used um, I did use twirling double lightsaber quite a lot. I didn't use that. I had the double lightsaber, but I used it on maybe two or three occasions basically when, oh, you, I, when you first get it uh, against yeah. the ninth sister was it or the seventh I think it's ninth uh, don't you have it before then uh, maybe but yeah I got mine almost immediately because really? I got it on uh, I think I got after war running I think really I mean, on Zepho I used uh, what's his name? Master Cordano's, uh, ex- like his his lightsaber, yeah. join of mine. So I got it like super early. I don't remember getting it early. I remember it being later on, but maybe it was early. But I, I, I definitely. And I basically just used double lightsaber throughout the entire game. I oh. never changed the single. I didn't. I used single lightsaber the whole game. I, I oh, used okay. double lightsaber on two bosses, and that was it. Because I found okay. single was faster. Okay. And it, if you I thought double, the other one, I thought double was faster, and I was able to easily. I I found it much easier to take on, like, all the troops because they group up. And oh yeah, if you've got a, lot, a big army, the you're facing. But like yeah, I but said, I still I use used, it. I still use it on normal, like one on one, because it was just quicker to fight with. I just use mass push and pulls to deal with those things. Okay. And like I said, I was using um, grasp, pull, and killing off the say the night brothers and things like that. Okay. They, they didn't really cause me too many problems. Tar- yeah, I, Taron I, was a pain. I did try to use double lightsaber with him, but I found I was too slow. Used single lightsaber and I killed him quite quickly. Oh, okay. 
Yeah, I think it does more damage, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I was using things like the... Uh, what is it? So I used leaping quite a lot. The leaping one where you press Y. And I used that. Like I, don't, I upgraded that to do even more damage. And yeah, I yes. The one where you f- I, I force use that charge. As well. Yeah. Where you do force charge to... Almost, I think it's almost instant kill. Or maybe it was instant kill. Um, where you... Uh, Hold Y and you charge out of them. I got that. It depends on the well. power of the, the strength of the mob, I think. Okay. And I'd use the one where you jump up in the air and jump, you knock down and use force. Like yeah, I use that one as well to knock over, over everyone. Hmm. So I, I was using lots of things like that, but I found, I don't know how you found the game for this, but I found that you're always running out of force power quickly. Yes. So I got pretty much all the upgrades that allowed me to get more force. So I got the one where you block to get force. And and things like that, and always upgraded by f- like max force as well. Yes, whenever. yeah, and I also so. used the one where stims gave you full force. Yes, I got that. That's quite expensive though, three points. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, I I think I got. Well, I think there was only like three abilities in the game I didn't unlock. Okay, well, there's. Um, I don't know. I can't remember. <laughs> okay, but, so. Yeah. At this point, we've gone through the first section of Kashyyyk. Um, so, I think I'm pretty sure you are confronted by the second sister then, aren't you? you After Kashyyyk? In Kashyyyk, and you find out her identity. When you go back to Zepho, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, so... And then when you get back to Zepho, you're looking for the... I think it's like the artificial zinc. Yeah. So you you find out the second sister's identity is Trilla. And she was the Padawan of Ceres, is it? What, how do you pronounce her name? Seer. Is it? Yeah. Okay. And, um, yeah... That's the person that travels with you in the Mantis. So yeah, it's a bit of a bit of a oh dear moment because she turned bad, and it's all her fault because Trilla blames her um, master for her position, um, and she's full of rage, and obviously she's very dark sidey. Um, but you kind of you manage to escape Trilla because obviously she's hell bent on trying to kill you. And um, you, you're kind of running away, and you're in uh, Zepho, you say? Yeah, Zepho. Pretty sure, yeah, yeah, Zepho. And you get caught by a damn bounty hunter. And then you end up in this weird, um, weird location. Like, a, you've got this gladiatorial battle you have to deal with before you're then rescued by the Mantis again. What do you think of that section, Mike? I liked it, yeah. I liked it. It didn't Um, really add much value. It felt a little bit um, Marvel comic-y inspired. Yeah, I mean, it didn't add anything to the story except uh, to give reason why they would be extra bosses in locations we've already been to. Yeah. Um, And it was a cool little set piece I guess it was a cool little set piece but it doesn't it, add anything to the story it doesn't add anything to the story but it does actually confront you with all the mobs from all the planets which is quite helpful when you go to 
definitely. If you had already been there, but I hadn't. Um, Apparently so. there's a bug, though, that if you don't... Because there's a way you can escape without getting BD. Okay. And if you do that, it breaks the game. Because you can never get BD. Oh, no. <laughs> so you've got to be careful about that. <laughs> I didn't even think about um, that. I wanted to get BD. Yeah, me too. I just went straight for BD. It's like, yeah. oh, BD, you've got to save him. Yeah. Um... I'd say it actually kind of breaks the story in one regard because the reason why you get sent there is because Grease turned you in. Yeah. But then it's never really confronted. He just says, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I betrayed you. And you're like, yeah, oh, well, let's go okay, to the next fine, place. Yeah. yeah. It's like, what? Why do you, what? <laughs> why do you trust him? Which is why... I was saying, you know, you don't trust Grease then, but you don't trust. I him. trusted him before then. Oh, I didn't. But then afterwards, I'm like, huh? Why are you? Why are you, Kevin? Now, I didn't trust him throughout the whole game. I just oh. found that there's something slightly weird about him. Like he's he's like very offish at times. Oh, you're just xenophobic just because he's got four arms. No, Terrible. no, no. He, and he looks like Danny DeVito. He was very fishy. I can't remember. I think it was when. Um, you were going to. It was just before we went to the Inquisitor um, headquarters. Just oh, really? seemed really suspicious, like he'd almost led you to this. But yeah, I don't remember that at all. And I was, uh, hmm, I'm not sure whether I should trust you, <laughs> but yeah. So yes. Yeah, th- when you get back to Kashyyyk, you end up... Um, obviously, you get rescued by the Mantis and conveniently then Tarful, the the um, Wookiee that you've been looking for, is located. So you go back to Kashyyyk. Yeah. And when you go back to Kashyyyk, um, you, you meet up with Tarful and it basically tells you to go to the origin tree. Right? Is that, yes, that's right. Correctly? Yeah. That's uh, and, right. and then you do and lots, that's, lots and, of climbing. And when you get... On your way to Tafu, that's when you get the water breathing and you've got to do all this weird plant platforming. Yes, yeah. Because there's like weird... Uh, Venus flytrap type yeah. platforms, yeah. Which, which I thought was cool because I actually got a bunch of them killed through doing that. There was a purge trooper that kept running towards me and... Yes. Somehow yeah, I managed I to slow him thing. down, so he just kept going straight into each. He went into every single yeah. fierce fly trap. Yeah, and just I, died. I, I go and killed that way too. Yeah. yeah, it was probably the same guy. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> yeah. But so that's fun. I kind of yeah. like that. Yeah, I did, I did but, quite yeah, like the, the game as a whole. I quite liked using the environment to take out the enemy. But the weird triffid following oh yeah flowers. I didn't know those they were all. super annoying yeah they were because they would just annoying. knock you off of the walls yes yeah you had to be very you careful because I got yeah. I got nudged by them but I didn't get yeah. knocked off because I grabbed again oh okay yeah so that's sort of pain but yeah you go to Tafu and they says go up to the origin tree so you do that yeah you go Is up it? to the top of that and then you take I really on. like that I really like that section of the uh, the giant bird it's... yes yeah and I was like super sad when I got shot by uh, by the ninth sister. It is the ninth sister, isn't it? Yeah, ninth sister. It is, yeah. Yeah. But then we got to fight her. And 
I was like, I wasn't clear after we defeated her. I wasn't clear if she actually died or, or if she was going to come back at some point. Because we just throw her off, but we don't even check to see if she's dead or anything. We're just like, ah, you're done now, let's go off. <laughs> so I was half expecting her to turn up and actually kill the bird. I was like, no, make sure she's dead, but yeah. That, but yeah, I don't, I don't, have, I don't know what you thought I encounter, but oh, the, the giant bird cool. I really loved, yeah, yeah, the giant bird was cool, yeah. It was really cool seeing the whole of um, uh, place, Kashyyyk, up in the sky. Yeah, was a really nice moment. Yeah, it was really good. I, th- I think the the scenery for the whole game is just beautiful. It is, yeah. But I think this is also the point once you've gone into the um, the origin tree stuff that you you called over. You get another video thing come up, recording, and tells you that the astrium can be found in Daphomir. Oh, okay, yeah, that's right, yeah. And then after that, you have to fight the ninth sister. Boo! Of course, you have to kill her. Well, actually, you don't kill her; she just disappears. You know, she. She falls out, so you don't know. That's what I was just talking about. Don't actually know. Yeah, you don't know if the ninth sister is dead. Yeah, yeah. So on Daphomir, you end up meeting up with the ninth sister. Don't remember what her name is. Um, Marin. Mirren. Mirren. Yeah. Mirren. Mirren. Yeah. Yeah. So she basically blames the Jedi for the genocide of our people. And, yeah. She sets out everything she can to stop you from doing anything. Including resurrecting her sisters as zombies. Yeah. And, then you have and to, they're incredibly irritating. They are irritating. Because yeah, they, they pretty much do unblockable moves all the time. You just yeah. have to keep rolling out of the way of them. And they're so fast, they just grab you all the damn time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Especially when they're in big groups. It's not so bad when it's one or two, but big groups you, you end up having to retreat just to stop yourself from being injured. Yeah. Uh, but you so, also, did you, you get the scene or not? Did you get the scene or not where you had to escape the zombies and run to the ship? I don't remember getting that scene. So I don't know if, I did, if I've been there previously, that's why I got it. Or, oh, it's after you... Ah, yeah, you get that after you do your... Um... Right, we missed a part, didn't we? Did we? You get... You you see the zombie... Well, you, get, you do see some zombies, but you get that scene after you've done your vision. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah. so you have your vision, and then all the zombies show up, and then you have to flee. Yeah, is that that's the bit where you... Um, you've killed the the giant moth thing at this point, haven't you? It's a bat, isn't it? I don't know. It's a moth bat thing. I don't know. It's giant, and it's horrible. <laughs> I think it probably is a bat, but um, yeah. So you, you've gone and you've you've destroyed that thing, and you've had a vision of your master, and your master tries to kill you. Yeah, and he's a zombie, or it seems like he's a zombie. I don't think he's a zombie. He just looks like he has dead eyes. Maybe yeah, it's just him. Yeah, maybe it's just him. Uh, and then, yeah, like you say, I think the, the fallen sisters. Because, yeah, you're right. Because at this point, um, 
Taron, who you meet up as just an old man in a cloak at the beginning of your time in yeah. Dathomir. He turns out to be another Jedi, and he kind of talks to you, tries to talk you into joining him. And then that's when the Night Sister hears that, and then that's why she spawns the zombies, because she's realised that Taron's been manipulating her. Yeah. Because he wants to wield their dark magical Night Sister power. And he's got control of all the Night Brothers. Yes. Is that they're called? Yeah, Night, Night Warriors. Brothers. Yeah, Night Brothers. It's basically the Darth Maul people. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you, but doing the Force, uh, the, the weird Force vision with your master, somehow you grip your lightsaber so hard you break it? Or it breaks somehow, I'm not really sure how it breaks, but it looks like you just squeezed it so hard it broke. And so you you have no weapon. That's why you have to run. Yeah, to you're ship. right. Yeah, that's why. Yeah, I feel about that. And because of that, you have to go to Ilum to yes, make a new lightsaber. And this is really cool because th- this is set out like it was in the Clone Wars series, where you have to go through and use all these lenses to melt the ice. Yes. So I really liked that. That was really cool. Because I remember that episode with Ahsoka. And it was such a good episode. So I was very pleased to go through all of this with, in Ilum yeah, to Forge yeah. Iron. And, and your character starts talking about how he remembers what this was like with um, Yoda. Mm-hmm. But it was brighter then and yada yada yada. Yeah. So... You said it's in what? Clone Wars. The, the animated the series. series. Yeah. Yeah, I need to watch that. You do, it's really good. Um, so, what crystal did you choose? What do you mean, colour? Yeah, for your lightsaber. I just went back to orange. For your kyber crystal, you went for orange again. Yeah, yeah. Did you use orange all the way through then? Yep. Okay. So, yeah, I used orange for a, a long time. Uh, I think up to this point, I used orange. And then when I got my new kyber crystal, I chose indigo. So, I had an indigo lightsaber. Yeah, going cool. forward but it's pretty cool because no matter what you choose if as soon as you've chosen you can then go to crafting page you can just choose whatever one you want you've got a giant list of kyber crystals after that point so that's kind of cool if you if you made a mistake yeah so yeah that, that was really cool I really liked that and then they just throw everything at you because suddenly the uh, yeah, the Empire, the, the empire throw everything at you. Literally, yeah. the ki- kitchen sink. Well, not literally, but I'm using literally like an American. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so they including towards the end when you try and get out to your ship, you got to fight two ATSTs at once. Oh yeah, that was. I didn't find that difficult at all. I actually run uh, past them, wanting to go straight onto the um, the ship. Oh, okay. Did you do it? No, because the door's not there. <laughs> so I had to go back and kill Oh. Them. That's weird. Yeah. Huh. Okay, I'll go and kill them then. It's like, yeah. I managed to avoid any contact with anything outside. And then, yeah, it made me go back and kill them because I had no choice. Okay. I don't want to take on these poor... You know, they're, they're just working for a living. Uh, well, they are choosing to join forces to kill people for no reason. Well, everyone needs says. a job, man. Everyone needs a job. <laughs> well, 
Yeah. You hear the conversations that the, the troops have. Those pretty, they're, they're pretty funny, actually. I really liked the one on Kashyyyk where you're in the eighty eighty, and the guy's just talking about how uh, last time he was at Kashyyyk, he was on vacation, and it was really nice, and he loved the place. I was like, oh, I feel bad now that I'm going to kill you. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it's... it's it's uh, really good the kind of detail they put into those things. Yeah, yeah, it's really cool. So once you give your uh, lightsaber back, where do you go? Well, you go back to Daphne, don't you? Yes, because you've got to complete your mission there. Yeah, you've got to fight Taran, whatever his name is. Well, yes, yeah, because uh, what you do initially is you you actually get um, Marin on your side. Marin. Mirren, yeah, sorry. And uh, she kind of realises that you're not the bad guy after all and helps you to defeat Taron. Yeah. I thought that was really cool. It was really cool, but she doesn't do a great deal of helping. <laughs> um, doesn't help at all in the first half of his life. And no. the second half of his life is just... Uh, quickly get in there and stop you from being pounded on because he, he kind of ups it doesn't he Taron really ups the ante at that point yeah yeah I can't remember exactly what she does to she comes at she uses her because she, she kind of has like a cloak of invisibility doesn't she kind of thing yeah she kind of um, rematerializes and punches him and then disappears again oh okay. so it's just just enough to drop him down on his um, defence I don't know okay. what you call that bar, really, but it, it's like you can't really break them until they've that bar's disappeared, and then you can start to... Yeah, it's like them. a block bar, isn't it? Yeah, so. yeah. I guess it's a defence bar. I well, I found quite frustrating, especially with this particular boss, was that if you knocked him over and he had no defence bar left, he would stand up and he was full defence straight away. Mm. So, damn yeah. it! So you'd done all that work to knock him down, and then you had to pummel him again because there's yeah he had all of his defense back so what you had yeah. to do is basically force push him when he was off guard but make sure that he's got a little bit of defense left so you can just hack away at him for a couple of hits and then you, then you can do some damage yeah, I don't think I used force push on him I, I did yeah whenever he um, he opened his guard I force pushed him onto the ground okay because that, that knocked him most of his defense away so you could just then run up to him and then use your um, running slash ability to... Um, oh, the, the attack when you're running. It's yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. good. But I found that tricky sometimes to use because I'm not a controlled person. So I had to push him on a stick to run. Uh, like, oftentimes I'd be running and it wouldn't be What sprinting. stick are you using, by the way? What do you mean? Using 360. Yeah. Yeah, I use an Xbox One controller. It's got I don't bit... have an Xbox One controller. Do you not? Did you not get one with your Oculus? No. Oh, okay. I got one with my um, Oculus Rift. Oh. So I also got PS4, so I could use a PS4 controller too. But I found I don't. I don't like PS4 controllers. Annoyingly, you don't I don't like, like PlayStation controllers very much. No, oh, okay. I I don't mind them actually. I, I think the PS4 controller is pretty good. But the I can't the... stand the thumb position. It hurts my hands. Okay. You'd probably quite like the, the one controller. I should let you borrow it. But anyway. Yeah. It, it, it is one of those things that 
everyone's going to have their own style to defeat the, each individual boss. Yeah. And uh, mine kind of helped me with the first half of him. And then the second half, it made it difficult for me to take him. Okay. So then I don't remember what I used, my abilities, really. So once you defeat um, uh, Taron, you end up getting the Holocron, is that right? You retrieve the Holocron? No, you get the Astra, whatever it yes, is. Yes, that's right, yes. And then, the then you have to go back to yeah. Bogna, or wherever the place is. Bogano? Bogano. <laughs> and I don't know why I just... I keep thinking of it as Bogna. Like Bogna Regis. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Bogano, uh, and then... then you can get the holocron, and you you have this weird. Oh, vision. you think of it as called Bogdo because that's the frog. Ah, oh, could be yeah. Um, yeah, so you get the holocron, but you also get a vision of what the future holds for you if you Do take you? the course of action of um, trying to save those. You know, trying to round up all the full sensitive kids. And you, you right, see yeah. that you will be, you will um, teach them, you will become their master, their trainer, and then they will all be rounded up by the Empire and you will work for the Empire because it shows you um, you in uniform. Yeah. And obviously that's not a good thing. I kind of... I kind of wish there was multiple endings so you could join the dark side if you felt like it. I kind of would like that too, but then I'm, yeah. But I, I, think the, I think this is set up to be a series. So I think that's why maybe they haven't done that. Maybe, maybe not. I, I would like to have another installment of this because I did enjoy it that much. Yeah, me too. I really liked the story. And I really liked all the characters, really, pretty much. And BD, I wasn't sure if I'd like BD, but yeah, I love BD. He's got tons of personality. Yeah, he did. You, I remember when we first saw the trailer, you were like, oh, BD's not much of a, a, a you know, astromech droid, is he? He's not an astromech, but yeah. Yeah, but you know what I mean? He's not, yeah. he's not in keeping with the, the rest of the droids in the Star Wars universe. No. Yeah, he's, he was set up more to be like a, a, a BB. PP8 kind of droid, where he's like, yes, yeah, overly, like, uh, like an over amount of personality. Because like R2D2, he's got some personality, but half the time he doesn't really show it, does he? Not oh, really. You yeah. only really know it when he's being a dick. Yes. And C3PO, you just wish he, just you wish out. he didn't have a personality. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, he kind of doesn't. I think that was the problem. He's just like a big walking plank of wood. So just, just to finish off the story, we've already spoken about the Inquisitor headquarters, but once you've got the Holocron, you basically have this epic final battle where you end yeah. up. Because Trilla overpowers Cal, takes the Holocron for herself. This is straight after you got the Holocron. So you have to go to the Inquisitor headquarters to get the Holocron. And, um, yeah, you, you, you and, and Sire... Uh, go to, yeah, yeah. Go to, go about um, trying to retrieve the holocron by entering the um, Inquisitor headquarters, which you have to flood. 
because otherwise there's no way you can get through all of those troopers. Yeah. And yeah, you, you pretty much set yourself up for the final battle against Triller, which of course you win. Because, you know... Surprise. You have to. <laughs> yeah. We get, we get a felt, spoiler alert. What now, did you think What did you think to Trilla? I liked her as a, a boss. Because she she wasn't naturally evil. You know, this was a predicament she had been put in. And she yeah. she had been... You know, her will would be bent to the dark side of the force. And she'd been betrayed by Seer. Yes. Yeah, and she'd been betrayed. Although Seer was um yeah she was conflicted so and th- to be fair pretty much every jedi master is a dick let's face it jedi masters yeah. the, the jedi order is not exactly that great and when, when no. you when you think about this, this character's journey in the game um cal he has as much attachment to the night sister in you know where we end up as he does the Jedi Order, probably more so, because yeah. they're both survivors. Yeah, and the Jedi I think Order that's one thing, isn't a survivor. I think that's one thing I would have wanted is more Mirren, because yeah. we get she, we get she, very little she's screen on your side. time with her. She's on your side, and you don't get to you know you don't actually get to see what she's capable of. No, you don't get like the only time you get to talk to her is by going to other planets because otherwise like there's no part in the game after you leave Daphne that she's in the game really she's yeah. just on your ship so you can have conversations with her but that's about it yeah it's like I wish like I wish she had more screen time really like I I she think should she's have, probably the most underused character in the game yeah I think she should have been put onto your crew about halfway through the game, at least. So that you could have more time with her. Maybe after the first time you go to Daphomir, she should, you should have a thing, like, you bow against her zombie sisters, and then you, 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 like, work her towards your side, so you gain her trust, and then she joins you. So the next time you're on Daphomir, she's part of your crew. I think yeah. that would have been better, rather than yeah. having her join basically at the end of the game. Yeah, I think it was a, it was a wasted opportunity. Maybe, she's such like a you good say, character. maybe they set it up as a sequel. Yeah, but she's a, she's a great character, and you can see that there's the potential for you know you to become that character. You playing as her would be fun, I think. Yeah, she's got so much power. But uh, anyway, on defeating Triller, Sir attempts to make amends with um, Triller. Until Triller's boss turns up and kills her for failing. Her boss being, of course, Darth Vader. Which is like a massive spoiler. Because neither of us knew this was going to happen. Neither of us knew Darth Vader was in the game. And it was like, you hear the... His breathing. And it's, oh fuck, Vader. (laughs) And he does, you know, the only thing a Sith Lord could do... and kills Trilla for failing just kills her yeah I think he just says like you failed me for the last time yeah and just stabs her runs her through from the back yeah and And she knows what's going to happen because you could just see it on her face oh yeah like the animation of of that is like amazing and then 
And then Sir tries to take him on and just... It's like, hilarious. Yeah, just flips her straight off of the... Yeah, the she thing. runs at him to, and yeah. she's, he just deflects and just throws her down. And, yeah. It's like, well done, Jedi Master. And the, the, the only way you escape Vader is to try and distract him by pulling stuff off of the walls to try and distract him because he's yeah. false joking you. You're going to die. Yeah. Uh, and then it's like the, the damage he does to the... the, um, the the headquarters is just crazy. It's like buckles the door, just lifts it off its hinges and breaks away the walkways and the ceilings and the tiles and kind of flings them at you. And it's it's really quite scary. <laughs> scary shit. Okay. Yeah, it feels like you're running away from Mr. X right Yeah, now. yeah, and you interest. are really weak. Yeah. Uh, you realise how weak you are because, um, sir, when you see her fighting you realise that she's really badass. And she's also probably bordering on, um, you know, the dark side. She's really... Yeah. She's thinking about... Well, at this point, she is running around with a red lightsaber because she's using um, Triller's, uh, Triller's yeah. old yeah. lightsaber. So, yeah. so she looks the part of being evil. Yes, she does. But, um, yeah... You're being chased by Vader. You think you've escaped him. I think I've escaped him. And then you open the door and there's Vader waiting for you. Oh, well, right. I think it's hilarious when you go to the turbo lift and you press the buttons and then the camera just slowly rotates and he's just there. Yes, yeah. <laughs> just staring at you. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah, that was really one doubt. Really well done scene. Yeah. And I'm glad it wasn't just a cheesy quick time or no. anything like that. It's just a run. You've got to run or die. Yes. And I, I think, you know, the only thing they could do with Vader is have it trickery and whatnot that you can defeat him. Because yeah. well, you don't really defeat him, you just escape him. Because yeah. that's all you can do with him, because he's just that powerful. And you, you really feel that power in the game. Really feel that power. And you, you're fearful of it. Even though he's never that powerful in the, in the movies. But uh, Rogue one, maybe, maybe Rogue One, yeah. Say. yeah. I think it, that rivals Rogue One's ending. For sure. Well, he's way, way more powerful than Rogue One, though. Because if Rogue One, he would like destroy the airlock, <laughs> probably destroyed the uh, the ship as well. It's true. Nothing yeah. would be able to stop him. Yeah. But yeah, it was really intense. I, I liked it. It's really good. I did yeah, and, it, and then and then at the end, like you destroy the hologram, so nobody can find his forces of children. Yeah, which is actually. And, yeah, because I think um, the the night sister actually says to you that this is only going to bring bad stuff yeah. early on, and then you get the the vision of you being bad stuff. Mm. So it kind of makes sense for you to go down that path. Yeah. Uh, all in all, I, I I give this a definite double thumbs up. It's a yeah. great game. Yeah, it's much better than I thought it'd be, and yeah, I really enjoyed it. I did I did lower it down to story. Um, probably about uh, it's probably about a third of the way through the game at the point that point, and then I set the story because I was just getting irritated because I couldn't find my way because I kept getting lost until eventually I learned all the maps. But at that point, I was just getting lost. So I was having backtrack all the time, and all the mobs kept spawning. So I was getting really frustrated of finding all the mobs, especially on Daphomir. Like if I hadn't, if I had that on down, uh, Jedi Knight, I, that would have pissed me off. Because <laughs> those da- guys, da- I did irritating. find that um, Daphomir was the 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 only point in the game that I thought, yeah, I really needed this help. 
Yeah. Because before that, you know, I was plodding along quite nicely with the, you know, the two bars of three bars of um, health vials, but yeah, I had to reset at times. I had to strategically reset quite a lot on Daphne. But so it's a story felt more like the Uncharted game I kind of wanted. So if you're more just for uh, an action kind of style game, then put it to story. Yeah. If you want that more of a Dark Souls experience, then pop it up to Jedi Knight or Jedi Master. I don't. I've I've heard some people have a real bad time with. Is it Grandmaster? I um, wouldn't even try that. So I, it's up to you. At least with um, Jedi Knight, you get a chance of. Uh, like parrying I, I hear yeah. on these other settings it's really a small window yeah on the highest it's a very small window and the enemies are super aggressive so they would just c- come after you for you know, sneezing so yeah but yeah I really enjoyed this game so yeah, yeah. me too okay so we'll end it here yeah hope for, hope for some DLC not sure I want DLC <laughs> Depends. Depends what the DLC is. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.